welcome to another episode of the Throne Bros. I am your host, Nando, and with me is the Three-Eyed Raven, a.k.a. Al. There you go. There you go. Welcome back, guys. Thank you for your patience. We're back. Um, as we told you, we were going to be a, a little bit late, but we were, we're getting this to you. Uh, so we're here to review um, the season finale the of House of the Dragon uh, titled The Black Queen. Um, obviously, um, I can just tell you from just ahead of time, it's not a spoiler, really, but, um, you know, we're not going to see anybody, you know, just like the last episode, we didn't see anybody, you know, in Dragonstone, everything was in King's Landing. You know what I mean? This episode, everything for the most part is in, you know, Dragonstone, except there is one appearance. But, um, yeah, let's get to it. Uh, so the episode we start out with, um, Luke is at the, um, the table in the, the gathering room or the hall. I don't know, like the war room, that lovely table we've seen before, um, with the map of Westeros. Um, he's just looking at it. He's kind of looking at Driftmark a lot. You know what I mean? Because, you know, as we know, he might be there soon. Uh, you know, Rhaenyra comes in. Um, and they talk about, you know, they have a conversation where um, Luke basically says he doesn't want it. You know, he's not ready. He can't be the one to take over his for his grandfather. Like, you know, he doesn't feel like he could fill the shoes. And, you know, Rhaenyra gives him some positive reinforcement, basically telling him I wasn't ready either. I was your age when your grandfather named me and, you know, what I'm going to do is I'm going to teach you along the way. And then, you know, so then when you're, when is your time, you're ready. So that conversation gets interrupted by uh, them getting told that Renice has arrived and she wants to see Damon and Rhaenyra. Um, obviously, we know what she came to do. Uh, she came and told them what's going on. She let them know that Viserys has passed and that the Greens are coming from her and her kids. Yeah. And, you know, we see some mixed emotions in this scene. Yes. Right. We see Damon. He you automatically tell, gets mad. Yeah. You can tell said. he's uh, he's boiling right now. Yes. Uh, Rhaenyra is kind of, you know, surprised, a little shocked. Feelings are going through her father. Kind of you know, disappointed yeah. a little bit uh, um, with the news. Yeah, with the news. And then um, Damon questions Renice because they asked her, you know, you you were, you were told to, to bend the knee. And she was like, I didn't. And how did they let you go? You know what I mean? Because they were holding her hostage, which she doesn't reveal, you know, in the scene, you know. But we all know how it happened. Um so yes, there's a little bit of two um things going on. Damon is enraged, you know. He's ready to just hop on his dragon and just burn. And and I feel like he uh, he's a uh, he was kind of jumping to conclusions. I mean, you not really, but you know, we don't really what we saw that Vis, uh, Viserys uh, died in his bed. Yes. You know. Uh Rhaenys doesn't know how he died. Yeah, nobody so really knows about who he doesn't he really have uh you know the facts and he just you know he thought 
that the Greens had something to do with it. You know, sl- slayed them. You know, they yeah, killed. Him. I think they had their mysteries two episodes ago, or their their feelings. You know, with how the fact that he was just put on milk of the puppy. So there were some questions about that. You know, what I mean, some doubts. You know what I mean? Or there was a scene where like Allison told Rhaenyra, like you should see him without it. You know what I mean? Like it's not good. You know, I guess. So you know that happens. Um, this, all these feelings, uh, kind of forced Rhaenyra into early labor, you know, which, um, it's a tough scene, you know, uh, so that starts, um, she goes into early labor, then we get a scene where Damon starts planning, Damon's in the war room, he starts planning on his own while Rhaenyra's having her, um, you know, early labor, you know. Uh, so, so. Before we uh, move on with that, uh, something that I do want to point out that uh, Rhaenice, uh she, well, Damon, Damon first said, like, hey, you had the opportunity to, to burn these people. They're right in front of you. You, you could have burned them for, yes. for what they did. But Rhaenice was like, hey, if there's going to be a war, I'm not going to be the one to start it. Yeah. So basically, she she's letting them know, hey, it's neutral. I'm, you know, I'm kind of here to support, but I'm not, you know, drawing first blood. Yeah, you know, that's something that y'all gonna have to do, or or that they gonna have to do. Yes, which is gonna come in key later, and we'll talk about it as well. Um, so Damon starts planning the defense of Dragonstone. You know, he's telling people where to put themselves. You know what I mean? Uh, in case you know of a sneak attack or something like that. Um, obviously it keeps flipping back and forth. Uh, Rhaenyra's going in labor. Um, the maesters and the, and the, the maids or whatever you want to call them. They're telling her like, she's not ready. Um, she shouldn't be forcing this, you know what I mean? But she, she said it has to come. Um, we see a scene with the boys are training. Um, Rhaenys comes in to get her grandpa, uh, children, tell them that their mom wants to see them. You know, not not much more than that. Just, you know, boy tells the boys, uh, mom wants to see them. They walk in to her um, as she's having the labor. She lets them know about their grandfather passing away. Uh, lets them know that Aegon has been crowned and basically just lets them know the basics of what's going on. And then they ask, you know, where's Damon? And she says he's planning his war somewhere. Uh, and then basically kind of tells them that she wants nothing to be done at the moment. Which comes into play here uh, because Damon's still planning. He's ready. Um, he's telling people to send ravens or go to certain places. And he kind of mentions something as Jace walks in about him going somewhere to get the support. I forget. Was it where his wife was from? Is that what he was talking about? I think at the time, I don't know. It's not really that important. Yeah. I don't think it's that important at this moment, but he walks in and Jace basically tells him, interrupts him and says, my mother says, you know, we can't, nothing's nothing go on right now. You know what I mean? And with Damon kind of, I think it irks him. And he's like, well, nice of you to join us young prince. And then basically, he takes Jace 
after, you know, he ends the meeting and takes Jace to show him what he calls loyalty. You know what I mean? So we go to the the show of loyalty, which is basically um, the two Kingsguards members, members who were assigned to Rhaenyra and Damon, you know, or just Rhaenyra. Um, you know, Damon's trying to see where they where they stand. You know I mean, because obviously there's been a new king that's been crowned. You know, he's asking them like, "Who, who did you serve?" You know, you know they respond, Viserys. Um, who did he name before he died? You know, so um, he uh, they say, um, you know, Rhaenyra. So basically, he gives them like an ultimatum. He says. Um, you know, bend the knee basically, or if to the true heir, uh, which is Renera, or, you know, I'll give you a quick, you know, death, you know, by being burned by the dragon. Um, and they both, they both bend the knee. I don't know their names, but you know, yeah. those two bend the knee. Um, uh, base. Uh, Rhaenyra has the baby. Unfortunately, it is you know it was too early. Um, it's a miscarriage, however you want to call it. Um, very uh, gruesome scene. Um, then we have her after she has them. She's holding them. Then she's the one doing the wrapping for the getting her ready for the burial. Uh, then we we head over to the ver- burial. And everybody who's at Dragonstone at the time is there. Um, the burial happens, and right at the end of the burial, we get in. I guess you call it an interruption. And it's Sir Eric who helped Renice escape. Um, he shows up. He tells his brothers he's not there. You know, he means no harm. Like no need to to get. You know, which which brings me back to. To the question, yes, where where is he from? Whose loyalty <laughs> is he? Like, yes, who is he loyal to? Is like it, house, yeah. Like where did he come is from? It, it has to be Rainice, or maybe maybe it's Driftmark. He's you know he's loyal to Driftmark. I don't know, some somebody, uh, but he comes in. He basically, or, or maybe he just doesn't like the how everything's you know? going. Yeah, like the, the he's true. High he's towers he's or, an honest, <laughs> or maybe he's just an honest guy who believes in like how it's supposed to be. Yeah. So, he, you know, he doesn't like what he's seen because, you know, he was the one questioning Aegon. You know, maybe it's that because he was in charge of Aegon, you know, as to watch him. So he maybe he just was turned off by everything he saw from Aegon and, you know, and everything else that he's been a part of. So he walks in, tells his brothers not to worry. He's not there. He's there. He brings the queen a present and is the the crown her father's crown he bends the knee to her well he gives it to damon first yeah, yeah damon grabs the crown yep damon grabs the crown and, and he kind and he kind of sits there and like looks at it he's like it, this is where he wants to be pretty much yeah but he'll take it being on the side kind of you know what i mean well alongside you know, Rhaenyra in this sense. So he's the one who places it on her head. Eric bends the knee. He starts it. And then everybody there bends the knee except Renice. 
because she's still playing the neutral. She hasn't declared. Obviously, she's not going with the greens, obviously, because she would have already done that. Um, she doesn't bend the knee, but everybody does. Her granddaughters, you know, everybody that's there bends the knee. So this leads to an, a mapping out strategy. You know, of, you know, they're taking a look at, you know, the strategy. So before that, yes, right, they do a, a really cool scene. Uh, they they light a bunch of candles. Yes, and I they, was gonna bring that. And they they put those candles under the table. Uh, you know the the cool table that showed the map of Westeros, right? This is something that, that's seen. new. Yeah, this yeah. is this is new. They didn't show this. Uh, they didn't show this in Game of Thrones. So you can you can kind of see how things are getting lost. Yes, throughout throughout the years, like as uh, the Targaryens. A, that was a very cool scene. So so the candles basically light up the table, and you know it, from under. Yeah, and it just the table just lights up, and it's a really cool you know map. You see the roads. Yeah, like, so I thought that was cool. And, I did too. And I was I'm gonna kinda, bring it up. But yes, kind of. Yeah, like I mentioned, like, you know, things are getting lost throughout the years as uh, you know the houses, you know. In the years and, and well, yeah. yes, and also there wasn't back in Game of Thrones. There wasn't a Targaryen there either, until you know the end. Yeah, but I don't think what was uh, Daenerys knew anything about. Yeah, the table lighting up. She didn't grow up and <laughs> yeah, I know she was born then, and she had to leave. You know what I mean? Uh so not even she was. She was in King's Landing. But yes, that was a very cool scene, you know, and that's the first thought I got when I saw that for the first time was like, we never seen this, that, that they do this, you know, and it looks, it looks awesome, to be honest. Yeah. Who would have, who would have thought that someone would come up with a design like that? Yeah, I know. Like, you know, light the table from underneath. From underneath and it lights up all the roads and the towns and, you know, the castles or well, the names and all that, which is very cool. So they're having this mapping out strategy there. Everybody's there. Rhaenyra's finally present. You know, Damon was the one planning before. Um, so they're going over who they have so far and who they might have and who they, they might have to to get. Um, you know, Rhaenyra's basically saying, you know, my mom is from, she's an Aaron. You know what I mean? And she's also families with the Baratheon. So she's going by the family ties here um they bring up the veil as well because and then you know damon says he's going to take care of that um so they're they're kind of lining up the possibilities um and then somebody in the council i don't know if it was the maesters maester or somebody brings up like we have the biggest advantage you know we got the dragons um and I thought this part was cool, so I'm bringing it up because we know the dragons exist. You know what I mean? Obviously, the three-hour raven knows knows more, and he you know filled me in. But um, basically, he brings up we got dragons. Rhaenyra's like they have dragons too. You know what I mean? And then Damon goes through a list of the dragons that they have on their side or available to them. You know what I mean? We got a total. Of seven dragons that are claimed. You know what I mean? I took the list, obviously. We don't have to go through who they are. Um, but 
Obviously, you know who has a dragon. Uh, then um, we have Sea Smoke and Driftmark, which used to belong to Lenore. Right? Sea Smoke? Yep. Okay. And that it's unclaimed, but it's at Driftmark. Um, we have two that we've never, you know, heard of. Unless you're the three-eyed raven. Uh, he brings up Vermithor. And he brings up Silverwing. Obviously, three-eyed raven, uh, Vermithor belonged to who? So, Vermithor belonged to Jahiris. So, Damon and Viserys' grandfather. Grandfather. And then Silverwing was, was it their mom? So Silverwing was claimed by Alisane Targaryen. Yeah. Which is one second. Which was Jahiris' wife. Okay. So maybe not their mother, but one of his wives. Their their grandmother. Okay. Yeah, so yeah their, their, grandmother. their grandmother. Yeah. Okay, not their mother. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, the their their brother and sister, Jairus and Alisane. Yeah. Uh, their brother and sister. Uh, so yeah, so their grandmother claimed uh, Silverwing. So that used to be their grandmother and their grandfather's dragons, uh, which Damon says they're still, you know, hidden. They're not out in the open. They've been, you know. I don't want to say hidden, but they've been in, not in use. They've been just, yeah, just chilling. In the cave or wherever they, you know, they're at. And then he brings up that there's three other wild dragons that they hang around a dragonstone. So basically they have a total of about 13 dragons on their side that they can, you know, count on. So I think it's 14. I think he said 14. So there's one more that's that's out there in in the math that um but yes, they um basically when they were naming like we have the unclaimed dragons, they they show uh Reyna who hasn't claimed the dragon obviously. Um you know, we know she wanted to claim her mother's, but you know, Aemon beat her to it. Um So yeah, um this meeting gets interrupted by Sir Eric, who says that they have visitors who were coming in with a three-headed green dragon banner. So the greens have already made their own banner um, out of the, the Targaryen sigil, but it's green now. Yeah, um, I don't like it. Yeah, I don't think anybody does because it's Otto who's coming in here. So Otto is met by Damon. Damon's ready to roll. You know, he doesn't like Otto. We've known this. Um, he asked, he says he's here to speak to Rhaenyra. Where is she? Which once he says that, I don't know if like she has psychic hearing, but just on cue, she just comes up <laughs> after he asks, comes out with her dragon. Uh, she parks up behind Otto and his crew. You know? And she... They did the Corners same thing. Them. They did the same thing uh, earlier in the season. Yes, when uh, Otto went there as yeah. well. Yeah. So 
it was just kind of like, all right, she did it when she try was young. Something. Yeah. Now, now she's older. Did it again. It's a good strategy. Try something. I got somebody behind you. Got somebody in front of you. You know what I mean? So a little bit of intimidation, but a little bit of security as well. You know what I mean? That they're not go try nothing. Uh, so she walks through. You know, they ask what the what are they there for? Uh, you know, he says he's here to bring some terms. Um, Renera says she's queen now. You know, Otto's like, you know, Aegon's the king. We bring terms. Um, basically, the terms are that things will go as follow, you know, as they were supposed to go. Um, Jace is going to get Dragonstone. That's, you know, they got word that he's going to get Dragonstone. Luke is going to get Driftmark. And the the funniest part of this scene is uh, he tells Damon and Rhaenyra as well that their two younger kids will have a spot, you know, under King Aegon. One will be his cupbearer and one will be his squire, which Damon says, I would rather them burn under dragon fire than work for that cunt <laughs> usurper king of yours, drunk cunt usurper king of yours. Uh, so we know how David feels. Um, things get a little feisty. Damon's ready to, you know, blow their heads off, uh, which, you know, Otto brings another an actual message from you know on paper from Allison to Rhaenyra directly and it wasn't a message right it was a page from an old book they used to read is that what it was yeah yeah the book that Rhaenyra was reading uh the first couple episodes yeah yeah Uh, I think it might have been episode two maybe uh but yeah the book uh that that they were reading that it might have been episode one actually I, I don't know but uh yeah so there was a page that she she ripped out, and uh, I guess she, you know, just yes, let her know which, like, hey, remember this? Remember when we were friends? Yeah, which which Otto adds on to it and says the the queen, you know, remembers the love you guys had for each other. You know, Otto's adding you know words there, which I think it is true. Like from what we saw last episode, Allison doesn't want. A war doesn't want to kill her, you know what I mean? That's she says that's not what her husband wanted, you know. So, yeah. So Otto's just trying to—they're trying to play on the sentiment of. And another thing, a uh, Rhaenyra snatched the the hand of the king uh, badge, or yes, what is it you call it a badge? Yeah, a the pin? the pin, the pin. Just yes. snatched it from Otto. It says so, you're. Yo, you're you're a traitor. Traitor and just snatched it and threw it away. Yeah. Why are you going to wear this? Yes. In front of me. Yeah. Like, come on. She just snatched it. Said, give me that. You, you don't deserve this. Yes. So, yeah, that did happen as well. And then that meeting ends. You know, swords were drawn, but nothing happened. Um, Renera says, you'll get my turns by tomorrow, which means tomorrow, right? Yes. Obviously. So that's how that meeting ends. Um, you know, I guess Otto leaves. We assume he left, obviously. He wasn't taken prisoner. Um, then we go to another meeting at the table again. More talks. Um, Rhaenyra is in this meeting. Rhaenyra is sticking to the line of 
the peace, peaceful line. She's not ready to make the first move. She's kind of telling her people like, relax. We're just gathering our, our ducks and planning this out. You know what I mean? Get our ducks in a row. That's how the term is. So, um, yeah, that's what they're doing and keeping the peace. Damon kind of says something, right? I don't remember exactly what he said, but it ticks Rhaenyra off. And she sends. So I'm pretty sure uh, she says uh, she doesn't want to start a war. Yes. And then Damon uh, says, oh, they already started a war. Yeah. And, uh, well, honestly, the reason why I think she did this, right, is because she felt like Damon was stepping a little too ahead of himself. You know, like she yes. was trying to basically undermine her. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, she kind of she just cleared the room. She said, yo, everybody, everybody out. Yes. I need to talk to this man. Yeah. So they talk. Basically, she tries to explain to him like why she's doing this. She tells Damon about the song, Song of Ice and Fire. All right. And yeah, yeah. She says, hey, this is this is deeper than our ambitions. Yes. Like this is this more complex. Like yes. it's not just about just becoming king and, and queen and whatever. Like there's 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 more. There's something behind it. And my dad told me the song of ice and fire, um, which Damon yokes her up by the neck. You know what I mean? And basically tells her like your dad. That's your your dad used to live by by these damn folk tales and things like that. And you know, wars weren't won by by you know dreams prophecies and dreams we became kings because of the dragons is you know what he brings up to her um as he got her by the neck uh then um when he lets her go after he lets her you know very intense moment where he lets her know all these things Renera basically says tells him looks at him in the eye says he didn't tell you did he you didn't know about the song so she was even shocked. She thought Damon knew. But I guess it's only a thing that, that was passed down by by the kings. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, this is this is when, when things start getting lost. Yes. Because if, you know, I doubt, I doubt Rainier is going to tell, you know, Aegon, you know, since the, the, the beef that's going on. Yes. And, you know, at this to this point, we don't know if she's told the kids yet. Right, at least yeah. uh, at least Jace, right, and uh, we we, and if she hasn't, who knows if she will? Maybe next season, but we'll see. Whatever happens next season, but it, it, you're right. You know, Aegon doesn't know because he wasn't promised the thing, so he wasn't told. Allison was basically told, but she doesn't she, know what yeah, it is. She doesn't know the context, context of it. Context of it, because she didn't even bring it up. Doesn't you know, know about the blade. Telling, yeah, she doesn't know that the blade uh, has the message on it. Yes. So yes, this is as the three hour Evans letting you know, he's foreshadowing for you guys. Like this is how you know the history's starting to get lost a little bit. Um, well for the future, not you know. So after that little meeting, little meeting of the the husband and wife, we get another meeting of the husband and wife. We finally see Corliss for the first time in like three episodes. He is at Dragonstone. He looks to have basically recovered. Yep, beat beat the fever. Beat the fever, and he's in bed. But he wakes up, um, basically cracks a joke like you know, he's uh, 
killed men or killed men for falling asleep on watch. Um, Since uh, Renice was sleeping. Yes, he was sleeping next to him. Um, yeah, you know, they get into a deep conversation. Renice comes out firing like, you know, you abandoned me at the wrong time when I needed you. Um, you know, like they talk about the kids dying and basically Corliss tries to make it about him. Renice lets him know it's us. Like we lost the kids. You know what I mean? Like there are kids, not just yours. And, um, yeah, so they talk about it. Um, he brings up, I heard we got a new King in the conversations. Like, yeah. And, um, basically he proposes to her. He's like, let's just not declare for anyone. Stay quiet at Driftmark and, you know, with our grandkids or the granddaughters and just do that, you know? And he also brings up in this conversation, like, you know, he brings up Renera. He's like, basically says, I know she has something to do with Lenore's death. Um, and then says like, everything she touches goes to shit basically. And then Renice basically lets him know, like, she's the only thing that's keeping this kingdom from burning down at the moment or from going into chaos. So that's how kind of like the conversation ends and we don't see any other further talks. Um, which leads to, this is why I say we don't see any other further talks because this leads to the next scene, which is another meeting, another meeting, yep, another strategy meeting. Uh, in this meeting, Corliss comes in for the first time. Everybody, you know, Renera lets them know, thank you for joining. We're glad you're, you're here and you're not dead. Basically you've made it. Uh, so Corliss and, looks, and this is actually good because, yeah. uh, you know, Damon is hot headed, but Corliss, you know, he has a level head. So, you know, the advice that he gives Rhaenyra during, during this scene, yes, I thought, I thought was, was pivotal, was needed. She needs that yeah. general. Yeah. He's a general. Let's be honest. That's well, all he's done. That's why he left for where he almost died. And in, in a moment of pain, he went to war. That's all he wanted to. His son was like that. Lenore wanted to do that too. Ready to go to you know war. Um. So he starts talking. He looks at the table. He's like, "This is all you got." You know what I mean? You know, kind of looking at what they already have set up. I was like, "This this is gonna win you a war." You know what I mean? And then he basically, not basically, but he does. Sorry for the use of the word, but he does. He cl- basically joins. He says he's in. You know, they have the, the Valerian fleet. They have the House Valerian on their side. Um, and, you know, she thanks them for joining. And then they basically is like, all right, well, you know, Corliss is like, all right, so what are we doing? You know what I mean? Now that I've joined. And Renice is like, no, we're, we're just still, we're chilling. You know what I mean? Which he says, you know, we're just going to stand by. And he's like, no, I just rather know who my allies are before we go and do something. Uh, which then Corliss, like I said, a general basically lets her know that, you know, they were able to take control of, you know, the, the step stones, step stones. And they actually are controlling it. Like he made sure that there would be 
somebody there so it wouldn't be taken over again, which basically brings up a strategy as well that he's because he has people there. They're basically going to block out all the all the boats coming in from from the east. These merchant ships, merchant ships, basically the trade. He's going to stop the trade into King's Landing. So basically, he's going to try to starve them out, which is a good strategy. The people will turn because they're starving. They're like, you know what I mean? So that's they're going to be their first move. They're going to do that. Renice volunteers to go with her dragon to watch over as well over there. Um, and then because of this plan, Rhaenyra is ready to send the Ravens to to House Stark, to House Baratheon, and to the Aaron, right? The Aaron's yeah, River Run at the Vale. Oh yeah, yeah, but River uh, the, Run. Because the Aaron's weren't well. The Aaron's are at the Vale. Okay. Well, yeah, River Run is Tully. Is that where Damon's wife was from? She was a Tully. No, no, she was an Aaron. Okay. All right. Well, which what's it called? Uh, Rhaenyra's mom is from the Vale, yeah. and so is Damon's uh, ex ex wife. Yeah, so they're from the Vale. Okay, so, but uh, but but I think Jace was going to the Riverlands. Yeah, so we you got ahead on myself, but while they're saying this, the boys volunteer. Jace volunteers. The boys, you know him and and Luke. Luke basically says we should do it. You know, which Corliss commands them, like, you know, like, good on you for, you know, taking initiative. Yeah, stepping up, yeah. Stepping up because, you know, as Jace says, he volunteers, he says that it would mean more if we're there and we go with the dragons because it's, you know, intimidating yeah, as well. Sends like, a message. Yeah. So, you know, they agree to that. The next scene is Rhaenyra giving the boys the rules. Yep. Basically letting them know. Hey, you're there as messengers. Yep. Uh, we don't want any bloodshed yeah. at, you know, at this moment. Be smart. We're not going to throw the first stone yep. and makes them makes them swear. Yeah. To the seven, fight. to the seven. They swear to the seven and they're off. OK, so they're sent off. We see them leaving. Obviously, Jace has like two stops. Um, Luke has the, the one which is closer at this Storms in. So they go their separate ways. Next we see Damon wake up a dragon with this nice song, uh, which the three eye raven can confirm is Vermithor. Vermithor. Looks mean as hell. I ain't gonna lie, boy. He was mad that he got waking up. I don't know if he was sleeping the whole time, but he was mad. Um ready to go. Um <laughs> So that was cool to see. Um, then we get the storms in. Jace lands. It is rainy. It's like a storm going on. Jace lands, and the second he lands, we see. It looks over. Vagar just lifts his head and gives a little roar. Already. You know, not a good sign. Looks like Eamon's there already. He uh, lets him know he's here uh, with a message from his the queen. He's let in to talk to Lord Varathian there. Eamon is there as well. Gives him the terms, which Mr. Ver, uh, Sir Varathian or Lord Varathian basically kind of laughs at him. Is like, well, your mother just wants me to 
to abide by by what I said. At least you know the king brought a proposal in in a marriage. So it yeah. So Amon promised Amon yeah, uh, to marry married. one of his girl, yep. his wife. I mean his daughters, not wives. His daughters, and then which Lord Baratheon basically said, "Are are you gonna marry one of my lovely daughters?" Which you know Luke says, "I'm already promised." Uh, so I won't be available. And then basically gives them a message like, you know, tell your mother I'm not just a dog. You're going to throw toss around or whatever. Um, and he says, well, I'll definitely tell my mom, you know, what you the said. The queen. The queen, yeah. what you said, yes. The and queen. it was funny because, you know, he, he made sure he said the queen, yes. you know, instead of, uh, you know, Venera or princess or mom. Because he called yeah. her mom, right? Tell your mother. I yeah. I think he said. Baratheon did to him. So, yes, yeah, so I'll let the queen know. And he was being very diligent. And he knew. He was all about it. He's like, I don't want no trouble. He starts to leave after he says that. And then Eamon starts debating. Not debating, but he's baiting. He's trying to bait. Yeah, he's instigating. He's instigating. Yeah. Better word there. He's inst- He starts to instigate with Luke. He calls him. He says, hey, wait, wait a minute, Lord Strong. Yeah. Already. Which... Uh, Luke can't resist and turns around. Um, basically, Eamon's like, you think you could run around my brother's kingdom, like doing whatever you want, you know, and going behind his back, trying to get people on your side, you know. Then his uncle, because that's his uncle, Eamon basically tells him, I want your eye. Here's the knife. I want your eye, and I'm going to give it as a present to my mother. Um. Luke's like, no. Damon insists. Yeah, he which, gets kind of mad. Yeah. Kind of starts charging. Luke draws his sword. And Lord Baratheon stops it. He says, not in my hall. It's not going to happen. You know, like, not here. <laughs> you know. So Luke leaves. And uh, as he as he's mounting his uh, his dragon, he looks around. And he doesn't see. Vagar or here. Yeah. Bagar. So which is already kind of to me as and, I was watching. And like how do you get to him so quick? <laughs> and the um I think the rain or it might have been the thunder yeah. makes makes the dragons uh act up or yeah. act uh act funny. Uh cuz uh when he was Well they don't to, like it, I guess yeah. you could say cuz they were I guess they were kind of scared or anxious or whatever. But uh yeah, yeah, so we see we see Luke trying to calm down uh Arax. Arax and he's telling Lakiri, which means calm down. You know what I mean? Lakiri calm basically tell him calm down, just listen to me. You know. Nothing else. Just stay calm and listen to me. Uh so he leaves. No sign of So he's leaving as fast as he can. He's looking yeah, to he, his back. He's looking back the whole time. Like he, he just keeps speaking back. He knows something's up. Like yes, and here we go. Um, Vagar pops out with a roar, and he's behind him. And you could just tell the difference. Um, Arax yeah. isn't that fully big difference in size. Yeah, yeah Arax isn't that fully developed. Even we don't know if he was gonna get that big, but we know like how big Vagar is, obviously. Uh, so he's chasing him. They're chasing him. You know. Yeah, well, Luke is telling his dragon, you a- know. Eamon's kind of toying. 
I feel yeah. like toying with with Luke. Yeah, he's laughing the whole time too. Yeah. If you're watching, like hearing closely in that scene, he's toying with them. Luke's just trying to get away. He's really telling him to calm down. He's telling him like just turn, like you know what I mean. He's just trying to get away. Um, and then he's just kind of had it. You know what I mean? And they lose each other through like some some rocks because Arax can fit through it and and Vagar can't because of the size difference. And um, goes on the attack. You know, gives him a little Dracarys to uh, to Vagar, which pisses him off. Well, that that was uh that was him on his own. Oh, Arax. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was him on his own because uh, during that part, like you you see, uh, you see Luke telling him like, "Hey, no, obey me, like yeah. listen to me." So so basically, Arax just you know say, "Hey, I'm just gonna spit this fire." To this big ass dragon. Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in uh, my nature. I can't yeah. get so, me punked out. So yeah, so basically he he did that on his own. Uh you know, basically attacked Vagar. And then from there, Vagar starts acting on his own. Yeah, see so we we hear Eamon tell him like, no, no, Vagar, no. Like he's not even talking to him in Valerian. He's just telling him like no, like listen, like please no. Like he didn't even try. He even tried to Valerian. Yeah. <laughs> but which I thought was funny, like that the second watch, you know, as I told you guys, I always watch it like two or three times before we go. But yeah, in the second watch, I realized that like he didn't speak Valerian at all. He was just like, no, Vagar, no. And who knows if he would have listened. He was pissed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, and then, unfortunately, Luke goes up to the sky, clear skies yeah, yeah. Uh, goes above, above the, the storm. storm. Yep. Clear sky, very quiet, very kind of quiet scene. Um. And out of nowhere, Vagar comes in and just sh- chops that thing in half. Yep, just just bites Arax. <laughs> yeah, bites Arax, and unfortunately, we can confirm, right? Three Eye Raven. Well, it's kind of a a spoiler, I would say, but I mean, did you see that dragon? <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> was- you know, we we could just uh, assume at this point. That Luke didn't make it. Yes. Uh, so, unfortunately, they'll probably sh- shine some light in the next season. But yeah, but what we see right after. Yes, the, the bite, final scene of no, the no. season. So, Eamon realizes, like, oh, sh- shit. I fucked up. Yeah, this, you can this see is the look. Bad. Yeah. This is bad. <laughs> you you know? can see the look when he looks back and they show that scene with the two parts of. Yep. Whatever's and left, the body falling. Yeah. So so yeah, Eamon knows he he fucked up and pretty much that he's gonna have to deal with some consequences that's he coming. Might have started the war. Yep. That might have been it. Yep. Yep. So the final scene of our season, we are in the strategy room. Damon walks in. There's no no sound. Yeah. Well, there's sound, but you know. It's yeah. a good score, by the way, um, because I, I don't know if it needs to be bring, brought up in this episode, but whatever. Um, they um, Damon comes in uh, to Rhaenyra, whispers something or tells her something to her ear. We can assume what she's telling him, but as you three are raven, as we were having conversations off air, like, do we know that's what he said? And how does he know about the Luke thing? Who told him unless Damon snitched on himself? You know what I mean? Or maybe 
there was a boat in the sea where the yeah, body be. landed. Yeah, yeah. And people just assume, you know, Arax, let's get the, the word out there. Um, we can only assume what was said. Obviously, we see Rhaenyra's reaction. Kind of, she takes a little while before she turns around to have that last look. Um, in that last look, there was no tears. But you could, it was a very serious yeah. uh, face. So, yeah. Um, we can assume that that's what she was told. And yes, like we said, unfortunately, Eamon might have started the war um, that everybody was trying to avoid. Um, so we know his mother's probably going to be pissed because Allison didn't want that. And maybe that's why he says, he, you know, like you said, he had that look of, like I fucked up uh, because I think he, yeah. does, he respects his mother. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, out of the two, well, out of him and uh, and Aegon, Aegon, I think he probably respects Allison the, the most. Because he cares, like he said in the yeah. episode before, he's like, I'm the one who studies the history. Blah, yeah. Blah, blah, and like, and uh, yeah, like I mentioned earlier, I think uh, I think he was just toying with Luke. And since, uh, you know, he couldn't control Vagar, you know, it led to it led to what it led to. Yeah. Unfortunate. And big cliffhanger. Obviously, we don't know, but we we are assuming and, you know, but they left us on a cliffhanger. But I think you can kind of assume what happened there. We saw how that dragon ended up and the size different. Like he could have chewed the whole thing up if he wanted to and went in just one bite. But yeah, tore that thing apart. And, you know, we can assume the worst. Uh but yeah, man. Um episode ten, um here. Uh basically just two different well, not two different sides, but the, the main thing of the episode was, to me, what I got out of it was there was a lot of planning. Uh, Rhaenyra wanted to keep the peace, and she wanted to strategize and get her ducks in a row to know what she had before she made a move. You know, we can assume that she never wanted to make the first move. Okay? Um, which we know. It's not an assumption. We know she didn't want to make the first move, but she was planning to do something. And obviously the best the best strategy they had is what they came up with Corliss, which I personally know nothing about war, but I think that was a good strategy. Starve them out, the people get mad and they they might uproot. Yeah, I think all, all the all that uh all that advice and that, mm, suggestions and whatever that, that's going out the window. That yes. that's going out the window. Yes, I think we can see, you know, Rhaenyra loved their children very much. So that's definitely going out the window for sure. Um, so, yeah, man, a lot to look forward to next season. Um, big cliffhanger, but I think we can assume about Luke and what's to come. I think Rhaenyra's, Rhaenyra's heart's going to change or her mindset about this for sure because one of her kids was – you know, we know. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. I mean, we're going to get into more detail for our audience. We're going to uh, release a special episode, you know, later this week where we're going to overall wrap it up and talk about a little bit more about where it's going, where we can go. But, yeah, episode 10 just sets the stage for 
the storyline possibly next season. Right? Which is the the war that got started by Eamon. But Correct. So we are going into the Dance of the Dragons. If you don't know what that is, look it up. Yeah. <laughs> Three hour Raven, he he's not gonna spoil it for you. Um he does know. But yes. he he does know. He's gonna he's trying to lead you in the right way by letting you know. But Yeah. So, you know, if they if they do everything right, if HBO does everything right, the writers, the directors, next season could be a really good season. I'll just yeah. I'll just say that. Especially for people who like action. Right? You know, people who like action and things like that and then you know, if you take the well, three, well, it's not even it's not even about the action. Like you know, just everything overall, the story, uh, that's that's about to unfold. You know, yeah. it's just a, a good story. It's not even about you know pe- blood or, or dragons. It's just you know what's gonna happen. It's just a a good a good story. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, yeah, we'll be here to cover it for sure. We thank you guys for always tuning in. Um, and like I said, we'll have another little uh, brief episode coming up later this week where we'll just wrap things up and put things into perspective a little more. Uh, but, yeah, we look forward to to being with you again for season two. And then we're also, you know, we got plans for other things to keep you guys entertained in between seasons. You know what I mean? That I think you guys are going to enjoy. Uh, we're going to dive into, you know, the Game of Thrones series, and, you know, we are the throne bros, and we, to be honest, we love this shit. So we're just going to fill you with the knowledge, our perspective, and everything else, and I think you you guys are going to enjoy it. But, yes, that was another episode of the Throne Bros. Uh, We thank you, and we'll see you later this week. Peace.